All right, well, welcome back uh, against all odds to another episode of Adventures of Alta Mountain Tale. I mean, what's to talk about? Everybody's dead, right? So this is going to take like five minutes? Probably, yeah. Okay. I mean, I still thought we'd like maybe collectively talk about our experiences. Are we going to do the the saves, the death saves, or are you just going to narratively what would be, gloss over What would that? be better for you? I would like to roll them, and then if I succeed, and I'm supposed to die, you can just enlighten me then. I figured you'd want to just be like, I'm the last one. Like, fuck, fuck, uh, fuck you and Minui. I want to be the last one to go, because I'm tougher. I am harder to kill, yeah. so it will mathematically, statistically speaking, probably work out that way. But, you know, dice is dice is dice, so... Sometimes they take away... All right, you've convinced me. Let's get these, let's get these you D20s out. You motherfuckers! <laughs> you didn't know? You didn't... Let me be clear. <laughs> I think Sigorum would have a will to live. But Not anymore. But Minui was dying and straight up ate, ate more of the knowledge fruit and allowed it to slow her down and still raced her ass out. So now you're really sure you're dying? What did we learn? <laughs> We've learned that Minui is a resilient bad bitch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all can fuck off. We'll find out. Fort saves, everybody. <laughs> no, or do we want to see what happens? I just want to see what happens. I don't want to yeah. roll it out. But that just comes from a place of laziness. And also, like, whatever's meant to happen in the story happens. I don't want to roll my own death. It see, is, I'm always a fan of letting the dice decide. It is as Bradley wills. <laughs> Ah, uh, fuck that, I'll roll. I'd rather one, that one, that one. I'm out. I'm out. Fuck y'all. Now that you put it in perspective that it's your choice or the roll of the die. She's on she's on our team. Yeah. I just I don't trust Brad. <laughs> Ultimately, Nobody that's what the, Brad. She can be talked. Hold on, hold on. Did you did you just say nobody trusts Brad, Nick? Hell no! You trust Brad the most! Not any uh, at the beginning. I no, did. No, 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 no. In all fairness, no. he didn't know he was trusting. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> he trusts that he can't trust me, and I know that he trusts he can't I trust me. Just have a bad, like I like he does. A, he has a good poker face. You're very gamble, easily so manipulated. Sort of like, we get it. Is that the way it goes? This motherfucker ain't got nothing in his that's, hand, and that, then he does. Yeah. <laughs> why are you so gullible? That's my favorite thing. That's my thing. question. That's why I'm so concerned about you I sometimes. I don't gamble, so that's why I believe it. Nick, I'm like... Nick's a face value type of guy. There's nothing wrong with that. That's oh my, my favorite God. thing. It's like a player would be like, I, yeah, that's the answer. And I'm like, you sure about that? And then they back off of it. <laughs> Love that. Love that shit. But that's just because you're a dick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. But like, that's what you want. That's who you want running the game. <laughs> A guy that's not afraid to hurt you because he loves you. Yeah, huh? <laughs> that's some domestic abuser shit right there. That's kind of what I was thinking. Okay, weird, Kanye. Weird level of gaslighting, I know. In all honesty, back to the story, I, I thought we would see Father Zachariah help the boy, but now that he's not there, I'm almost more curious as to what happens with Oki and the townspeople. Because... Well, because fuck it, let's just go. Let's find out. Let's. I'm ready. camera pans and we see the walls of Callstown. The sky is gray as a light rain is falling over in front of the gates. As we pan down, we see what sadly is a familiar scene where a few small funeral pyres are being prepared. We look at the faces of Serdu, Sigorum, and Minui standing as they watch the fires being prepared. Standing next to them, is Driana Grimsteel, stoic. Next to her is Gertie, trying her best, but breaks down crying. 
There's been too many of these. The price is getting higher all the time. And as the wind blows, we look at one pyre in particular. White sheet wrapped over its face. As a particularly strong wind blows, the covering falls off. To reveal the face of Oki Ridge. I just... The poor boy. I mean, I don't know how he did it, but... When I woke up, he was leaning against the wall with with the vials. Gertie can't respond because of the tears. What are the three of you doing? I need to add in here that the entire time once you said that they were standing, Ashley's over there doing a little dance, a little jig the entire time, just celebrating her continued life. I was I was literally going, I live, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> so how many lives have you spent this story? Actually, none. Okay, so now you're down to eight. <laughs> oh, weird. My total is a little different. <laughs> I think you spent at least two. But I'm thrilled that um, you think you have so many. <laughs> do you want to see my nine lives? No, I'm good. Thing? I'm good. Stop. I like surprises. We'll find out later. Anyway. You're like a mouthy five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Death. <laughs> Isn't that why you guys enjoy having me at the table? You, it's part of it. You bring a, a certain um, ingracious charm. I am a very charming uh, person. I'm very, I'm fully thankful for that. I, I really feel like. Otherwise, I'm a terrible person. Girl, girl you mean. You mean. But like, but like, it's a little ball of rage. <laughs> and what else is a little ball of rage? A cat. A rabbit. <laughs> a rabbit. Yeah, rabbit. Rabbit. Right. I feel like rabbits are really mean. We all know that rabbits are secretly plotting the demise of people. <laughs> So evil. Have you ever been bitten right by a rabbit? Watership down. This is not. <laughs> Calm down, Alex Jones. So anyway, oh. anyway we're all standing there. <laughs> yeah. So Minui is just kind of looking over it, and she, you know, is looking up at Oki and Driana and everybody, just kind of looking around, and she just has this second thought of, like, because her first thought is obviously like, "Wow, I am so fucking happy to be alive," because. I thought that shit was going to get bad. I thought I thought it was going to go south, right? She thought that everything she had been fighting for was just going to be gone like that. Her second thought like is this is heavy. You know, it's it's heavy that this is the but this is the cost of these things. So she's not crying necessarily because she's seen it so many times before in what her line of work was. Except normally she's doing the killing. I mean, devastation just kind of rained <laughs> everywhere she walked. Um, whether it was... That's, Dan, that's a pretty cool line. Yeah. Like, <laughs> respect. Thanks. I'm stealing that. No, you're not. I am. Anyway. <laughs> just for a different game. <laughs> anyway. Um, but especially, like, her heart, like, she looks and... You know, her heart kind of sinks, especially when she sees Oki, because she's like, we fucked up and turned his parents into weasels. We brought them back to him like that. He saw right through it. We were going to try to trick this kid, this poor child. So he's orphaned, and he spent all his time with Will for some goddamn reason. And now he's like, but he put his neck out on the line, and he, he saved everybody, and I mean, that kid had such a hard life for him to go so soon. Like, he had so much fight in him. I think that that was sad. You know, that was that that causes her heart to sink. Because, you know, it's it's hard to, especially with children, like children being a cost of of that kind of like war um, is just it. It really is detrimental to the mind, I think. And seeing it so upfront and close and personal. A cost was paid last night in Callstown. Sigurum, thoughts, feelings, concerns? Sigurum gives him a respect, respectful um, ceremony. He stands in silence and does his best to remember all the interactions that they've had. Just for the sake of remembering, no judgment, no second guessing, just trying to remember them accurately in the, the words that Oki would say. There's a part of him that feels like a failure. And that feeling that way always seems to be inevitable. There will always be loss. 
There will always be shortcomings. Always a cost. But it's worst when it's the youth. But there's also a lot to admire and um, aspire to. Because the chips were down and he saw it through. He made a stand that uh, most grown trained soldiers couldn't have. Maybe Sigourm have seen people fail before like that. But this, this little guy didn't. So he's going to stand there and remember. And then he's going to go back into the room when it's over to relive a moment that he wasn't there. I have something up my sleeve narratively for that. Now or later. Why don't you go ahead now? I, I don't, yeah, because I don't know where you're going. Also, you guys rested. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> no shit, we're fucking bedridden. We're bedridden, sick as fuck, dying, coughing up blood. Okay, you didn't get a rest. Fine, fuck me. No, fuck you, we got the rest! <laughs> don't look a gift horse in the mouth. I'm gonna let you read this spell before I do it. And then you can tell me if that's, uh... Fair game or no go? Ghostly tragedy? Yeah, I don't know if I I don't know if my character's even alive. So we'll find out. We're hopeful. And knowing that Oki died, I don't know that he deserves to live. I feel like if Will lives and he comes okay. back and he finds out Oki died, he's gonna go. Sh- uh, 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 more to blame myself for. You're gonna take forty-six damage at the end of this. That's fine. And you cast what's the spell called? Ghostly tragedy. Apparently, give us a a short summation of what it does. Sigorm is uh, feeling a compulsion, and instinctually, he goes back into the room where they were all sick, where Oki died. Part of it is wishing that uh, he could have made more of a difference for him, and uh, so he, like, that longing to have been there, but also the admiration, bear witness. He he feels a, a gateway, if you will, to relive a moment he wasn't present for. In this case, a ghostly tragedy. I am going to manipulate my magical ability to compel local spirits to reenact typically what would be a violent event that has taken place that I'm aware that has taken place. And I will um, be taking the role of the primary victim. In this case, I'm focusing this energy on Oki so I can go through what he went through in the last nine minutes of his life. And Sigourm walks into the room. He looks at the wall where there's a significant blood spatter because they haven't had time to clean up Ogi's blood and cast the spell. And Sigourm leaves that plane, or at least his spirit does, and goes to that ghost realm. And we rewind nine minutes. And Sigourm, you take on that role, but we're going to let you kind of watch. We see Oki sitting at the bubblers, checking a timer, gasping, the vicious knife wound killing him, but he's trying to hold on. And as he fills the various files, he begins the walk and then the crawl toward the triage tent. And he's about three yards, but he's sobbing on the ground because he can't move forward. He's trying so hard. Mom and dad are watching. But he can't go, and then we see a figure kneel down next to him and lift him up. We gotta get to the tent. And a female voice says, I've got you. I've got you, young man. And it's hard to see your face, though, from that angle. Oki's fading, and she helps him get in to Driana's building and sets him against the wall and starts taking the vials and giving them to the people who are unconscious, dying. Noki watches a little bit. Man, she's pretty. Blonde hair, just just like mom. We catch the barest glimpse of a woman, gorgeous and queen of the crusade. Noki fades. Sigorum sits in silence and does not come back out of the tent. Or the room, whatever it is. What's Sir Dew doing? Sir Dew, in typical Dew fashion, has drawn a picture of Oki and his parents, folded it up, and he walks over to Oki's resting area. 
and he grabs him by the hand and he says thank you and puts the picture in his hands so that he can have it forever it's a picture of him and his family the ones that we lied about but they're together forever now finally reunited and actually several other people take that as a sign and small trinkets begin appearing at Oki's pyre and eventually they set light to him the camera pans and we see Midge with the murals drawing the last march of Oki but one question remains on everyone's mind where is Will eventually Crocom finds Sigorum and he holds out his hand good to see you made it old friend I've got the scout still looking for him we found her and Crocom drops two tusks in your hand and you both know what that means. She deserved nothing less. Amazing she lived. <laughs> as long as she did, anyway. <laughs> but we haven't found him. At that point, though, you hear shouts from outside. Several people march to the front. And running to the gates is one of the Krakatoa, one of the blue undyne fishmen, carrying a small person on his back. And we pan to the temple of Amistair, where the fishman lays Will down. His skin is already white, translucent. There's a horrific injury around his nose, and his neck is hanging at an angle that doesn't work. And the three of you look at Will Suture's body, but limping out of a side door, breath ragged, Brother Zachariah marches forward to join you. Oh. Oh. He wasn't supposed to go like this. No, 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 no. I think... I think I got enough left in me. I might be able to bring him back. It's my choice! And you see him turn to the left where none of you are and yells. Something you can't see. Someone you don't know is there. Is my choice. I don't have much left. He's the only one. I gotta try. Should I try? What do you need from me? Can I help? He just kind of like holds his hand out. I take it. And Zachariah. Fading. And you're not sure why. Pours every ounce of whatever he has left. As a shot. Out into the darkness. A light. A hand reaching for someone who's not there to hold on to, to come back. Does he find anyone? Two things. One, I think it should be a dice roll. Two, just because I've always wanted to do it, is this just straight up resurrection or reincarnation? Uh, I only uh, say that because we are doing this for fun and reincarnations are always a hoot. Uh, it's not a reincarnation. <laughs> Uh, you come back as a as a rolled dice of what race you are. No, it, it's not that. Yeah, I think I think we roll dice. Anybody disagree with that? It's your character. I think that Brother Zachariah is a hundred and ten percent literally giving his life for yours, and I think that what happens if if the dice fails, then they're both dead. I mean, that's kind of shitty. I don't want to come back if it costs Zachariah his life. Sure it's to. That's that's the thing. If I think this is going to cost Zachariah his life, I don't want to come back. Reading the narrative, it would seem it's already forfeit. It's, it sounds like he's already dying from something else that can't be stopped, but Just, I'm saying that to Brad. I don't I, want, like, it's bad enough the fucking kid's dead because of me. No, I mean, the, I don't, his choice of action, regardless of, like, him dying a slower death, his attempt yeah. narratively seems all or nothing. I mean, I would assume he was yelling at Asmodeus... That he did not care. I, I'm a stair. I'm a stair. Sorry. Big difference. Big well, difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huge difference. I don't know where I got as Well, and then it's the thing of like, well, but then if like, I don't come back and he sacrificed his fucking life to try to bring me back, <laughs> I'm even worse piece of shit than just like I've done enough damage. I just need to move on. But I think at this point he's already done the sacrificing. So one way or another, his brother Zachariah is going to die. He is not coming back from this. That's what I'm trying to say. He's yeah. To totally yeah. Dumbledore on this, man. Like, he's already stepped over <laughs> that threshold. He's already performed that magic. It's just whether or not you choose to accept it at this point. 
which I mean, if now, you now I feel if, like more of an asshole if I don't just come back and if I even leave it up to a dice roll. Listen, all I'm saying is back. that <laughs> if you if you say no to this because you don't feel right with killing with having Brother Zachariah de- dead, you're both dead, and for what cost? For I, what reason? What reason did he give his life for yours? I, yeah, that's. I hate to metagame like that, but no, just I've, I've railroaded the four of you a lot, but this is character sovereignty. This is your. It choice. is his choice. Yeah. However, like, you want to do choose it, to yes, let dice no, handle it. Roll it. It's gonna make me feel bad enough if Will comes back, because obviously there's a lot of men's that's gonna have to be made and things. Two, I don't know what my character is without a god. Three, again, like there's a whole thing of like. We're killing the good cleric to bring back fucking Junky Joe, like. But he's also mentioned that you're the person that you're you're the only one. I don't know, I don't know. It's up to you. I know exactly how I would choose in this situation. Dice roll it, man. You need to. You need to do, do, do you. You just said you wanted to do it, so do it. This isn't Adam. This is Will Suture, who has died, and wherever he's at in the afterlife. Which I think if you had a chance to come back, he probably would. But I don't. Who knows what his last thoughts were? Of like, you know. This is probably the best way to go out. I'll. I have. A, I bet his last thought was, "Damn." That's <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love that joke so much. His, his second to last thought, I mean, would have basically been like, "At least I, you know, everyone's gonna live. Oki's gonna heal everybody, and like, I haven't hurt anybody else." On the other side of that, like, all of his reasons for doing all this bad shit was one: if I really want to help these people, it's to get them out of this place so they can actually live a life, and then. The bigger reason, really, the more selfish reason is, like, I want to go, like, make sure my family's okay and take care of them. But even for him, I just got to think, like, there is a limit to how selfish he can be. Have we found it? And then, of course, there's a metagame, like, what are you guys going to do without a cleric? <laughs> what are we going to do without a cleric? Because my backup's not a cleric. Well, your new party, as it evolves, with the four new characters. <laughs> 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 Dang it. That's just a nervous laugh because I'm like, oh, it's true. All I'm saying is if I'm, I... I'm in danger. <laughs> all I'm saying is if I die, I'm coming back as a rogue because I know that class like the back oh, of my hand. Oh, for sure. That's my best class. And I have to, I have to tell, I have to attempt to allow listeners to, under, to know that I understand some things. I don't know. I guess I can't in good conscience not come back because of how you've set it up by making me feel even worse. Don't gaslight me. I'm not gaslighting you. No, we were gaslighting him. Not gaslighting him. He's No, we I, we were gaslighting you. It's a choice. But also Or yeah. it's a roll. And I can't choose, which makes me think I I'm should just not, roll it. I'm not going to fault you for any of them. All right. So let's say you roll. What's the rules on the roll? I'm assuming 50-50, 51 or higher, I come back. All right. Percentile? Yeah. That or unless I'll ta- I'll take any I would do it 50-50. I would do like 1 through 10, you don't come back. 11 through 20, you come back. Like just a simple cut of the 20 die. I mean, that's... that's It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Apples and oranges. Well, that's what I mean, though. Hey, man. This is your character. You do it. You do what you want. If you do the percentile, I'll throw in a caveat. Okay. And then that, if it's a, a 1, something real bad will happen. But if it's a 100... Something real good will happen. <laughs> that just really makes me want to. Cherry on top. All right, fuck it, I'll roll. Oh, God. All right, 51 or higher, right? Oh, God, I've never been so nervous before. And there were, and are we agreed no re-rolls on this? Yeah, no yes. re-rolls. No, no re-rolls. Oh, shit. 84, I come back. And as that hand reaches into the darkness, that light, a little hand grabs it, and that light retracts from the darkness, bringing something with it. And Zachariah staggers back as a capillary and his nose burst and blood is pouring down. And he leans against the wall and slides down. Oh, so much pain. No, no wonder he hurts. No one. Huh? And Zachariah's eyes close for the last time and Will's eyes open. Cattywampus neck and all? <laughs> I would assume that was fixed. <laughs> Why did you do this to me? Just let me die. <laughs> He's like, hey, gang. Whoa! His legs don't work. Get your licks in. He's ready for a weekend of Bernie's. And, and Will sits up. Body heal. 
and the pain that has dogged you for so many years is gone. The addictions that have dogged you for so many years are gone. The demon blood that has dogged you is gone. Will Suture is restored. I just start bawling. He just starts like crying heavily. And just kind of like holds his head and his or his face and his hands and is just. Arthur goes over there and just puts a hand on his shoulder, because he's still a comrade of ours. So it's hard seeing him like that, and it's weird that he's back too. So Sigorum kneels down to the father, a life for a life, and I begin to prepare his funeral pyre. Will glances over, seeing and hearing that, uh, and basically is like. Why? Can you guys just let me be gone? It was his choice. Not ours. And magic has a price. And he, he should have been the it. one to pay it. He knew the price. He insisted. I think above all things you should thank him for that. He thought that you had more to live for, even though you didn't. How much do you think I know, Brad, about what has surpassed since I fell off the dam? They're standing here in Zacharias and they're meaning that the herbs got distributed. I think I think only what you could infer from the room. Okay. But as the th- like the four of you kind of congregate around Will, you hear the doors of the temple slam, and the sound of boots on stone. And for the first time, all four of you see a man in black walking towards you. And Will, you know who this is, but you three don't. And silently, he walks past the four of you and kneels down next to Zachariah. And a single drop of black falls from his eyes onto Zachariah's face. And as he touches Zachariah's face, the years fade. And we see Zachariah as he was. A young boy, arms still crippled. When he arrived, this is what he looked like. You never knew his story. Never had time to ask him. He was the son of a noble. But he was crippled. His father didn't want him. And when a new son was born, well, he handed him a scroll and sent him on his way. Can you imagine? Young 14-year-old boy, crippled, being cursed to come here. So badly off, even old bones took pity on him. I loved him more than my own life. I died in the God's War. I don't even know my name back then. But when he got here, He walked into this chapel, survived however he did, and fell to his knees crying, begging for someone to care about him, and that he would stare and stare at that altar until someone came to take care of him, to be his friend, to shield him. He'd cry out, I'ma stare, I'ma stare at this altar till someone come. Faith like that? brought a god back from the dead. Now he's gone to bring you back. Poor bargain. Poor bargain indeed. So what do we do now? I'm glad to reverse the process. If you think you can do it, I won't bring him back. This mountain keeps you alive, but It didn't stop the cancers growing inside him. I kept him alive as long as I could. No, this was his last play. He believed in you. Against all odds, he believed you could be the one to help get these people out. I didn't understand. But he had faith. That was the whole point, I guess. He had faith. So what do we do now, heroes? We'll just start crying. What kind of burial would be best befitting for Brother Zechariah in your mind. He didn't have a religion like that. He just believed in me, and I believed in him, and he wanted to help people. A, a, a fire is fine, just like they did for Oki. Will snaps his head around. What? Oh, yeah. You weren't there for that. But won't shit talk you for that, because... I appreciate what you did on that dam. Drutzi sleeps now. And we will take steps to make sure it stays that way. 
but Oki gave everything too. Will just stands up and yells and then starts like punching the wall, like beating his hands against it. Just so I've got an ex-criminal, two war criminals riding around in one shell, a hollow man, a cleric with no faith. Somehow the four of you are going to save everyone. And I don't even know what I'm going to do. Because the only reason I'm alive just died on the floor. So how do I help you? Help me. Help them. Makes me think about getting a new god, even though I don't have a god. I mean, obviously I'm thinking about Will like being like, casting his lot in with Almaster, but like how to word that in a way that I think is real. Well, you have to keep in mind, like, I think with Will, he's got a... I would assume, I mean... I don't know how, how you'd really word that with Will's character, but I don't know if this helps, but personally, like, how I would probably word it would be something along the lines of to carry on Brother Zachariah's memory and cause through you, through me. But that's, I don't know how you would word that. So Will calms down from beating the wall and kind of walks over. I don't know that I've ever truly had faith. Everything's always been a deal. I did one thing and return for another. I called myself a hero, but I did it for money. I call myself a cleric, but I did it for power. I don't think what I think is right or good is a good compass for anybody to follow. And honestly, I still think the best thing that could have happened for Zachariah, for everyone, for Oki, had been to leave me on that table and let me go. But I have a lot to make amends for. I refuse to let Zachariah's sacrifice, Oki's sacrifice, be for nothing and while a lot of this terribleness I have to lay at my own feet my own decisions at the end of the day I'm still going to lay on the feet of Ivastan so I'm a stare I'll give this faith thing you talk about a try I don't need you to believe in me I need you to make me believe in you I can only tell you that I will try to make sure that my actions would reflect what Father Zachariah would have done what he could have done. And when I'm ever in doubt of that, I'll ask you. <sighs> and he walks over and he offers you his hand. I look him in the eyes and I take it. We won't be as strong as he and I were. You know that, right? I know that I'm not a quarter of the man Father Zachariah was. Without him, we are much lessened. But I'm still willing to bring that bastard wizard down. I love that boy. I wish I could have died and he stayed. But he couldn't be the warrior to free these people. So let's give it a shot. Will just gives him a somber nod. And like, he kind of like closes his eyes and like, you see his like fists glow. And laying on the front pew is your plate armor. Repaired. But instead of the white Zachariah war, it's black. It has a symbol of the mountain on the pauldron. I wasn't the god of the mountain. I was the god of Zachariah. Let me be that for you. I won't forget. Well, what can I do for you three? I don't know. All I've got to go on is get the sword, find the chalice, free the crusaders. I'm sure that will be riddled with problems, tests, and failure. <laughs> I'm not even sure how that would help us save people other than the damned souls of the crusade. Zack said it didn't matter if you failed as long as you kept moving. What about you, Mr. Knight? I'm just trying to keep moving forward, trying to get personal things taken care of as well as just trying to get pulled into uh, just trying to stop being pulled into two different directions just trying to figure that out on my own I guess Paladin with a crisis of faith you really are a motley crew what about you miss X criminal it's no secret that I'm selfish and that while I will protect and fight for the people of Callstown to get them out. The ultimate goal for me is to get myself out. 
because I have people I need to tend to back home. And I know that for me, coming from the criminal family I do and the background I have, I will fight tooth and nail to get whatever I need done, to get whatever I want. And that doesn't always make me a good person, but Brother Zachariah, I think, had faith in us because we all want out for similar reasons. Because we have something more than the mountain. We have something bigger to fight for. And I think we just came to a very general consensus that if we're getting out, we're getting everybody out. So all that I would ask of you is maybe some guidance in how to do that best. I will walk with the four of you when I can. But you obviously know where my house is. They're going to rely on you four more than ever. You know that, right? I'm unfortunately very aware of that fact. I feel like we're very relied on already. And it makes me kind of wonder the good things that would have happened to this town if we had never come. And then how quickly the demise would have been if we hadn't come as well. Just remember, they're relying on you more than ever. If you four fall, it'll be that much worse. They're gathering outside. Let's go. And as the four of you exit the chapel of Amistair, most of the town has gathered around because they heard Will's back. And their movement reel is rampant about what exactly happened. And did Will try to kill everyone? Did Will save everyone? And the voices are clamoring. It looks like even Gertie is possibly mad. But all that's cut through as the sky cracks. And Amastair appears before everyone for just a moment. With his hand on Will's shoulder. And it's enough. Because you are. Feeling clean. You're level eight. Woo! Oh shit! So I, I have practical questions about my character now. How how they work for me? Here is the the only real thing. You have uh, as your character the demonic thing. Mm-hmm. You need to rebuild where that's gone. Okay. So my question is: the easiest way to do it would be to give me the ASMR. That's the route you want to go. I'll have to look. Oh, God, I feel so unclean. A week passes, and the town is time to, like, recoup. You all do. Everyone almost died from this plague. Some of you died. Yeah, I would I would say that Will does not go back to the, his house. Um, I'd say that he stays at the, the temple. And it's, it's not really communion, because he doesn't always talk to you. But you each know the others there. Because you don't have that kind of relationship. But about a week later, member of, members of the Orcish Explorer Corps report in that they found something. And it's a body. And they think the four of you really should look at it. Because they're not sure what it means. No way it's Bob. <laughs> yeah, you, right? doubt, you doubt it's Bob. <laughs> I doubt it's Bob. Doubt, doubt it's Bob. You know what's going on with the dam now. Um, in fact, it's nowhere near the dam, and it's farther up the mountain than you guys have ever been. To where, like, you're gonna start needing maybe a, like not quite cold weather gear, but jackets. Need your windbreaker. <laughs> it, it gets a little cold where these guys were. You're going on a quick hike, hike up by where it starts to snow in the mountains. Natural altitude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I want to make sure before we leave town, like, Will's definitely going to go to, like, wherever basically, like, Oki's burial, burning, something was, like, um, and just, like, he'll go there at least every day for, like, a good part of the day. And he's just, like, over and over again being like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And, like, really, the concept of a burial site is not too common. What is more common is people are memorialized on the mural. Is he on the mural? He's on the mural. Mm -hmm. Well, then I go to his spot on the mural, and I'll... Oki's last march is on the mural. Nice. And it's basically just, like, Oki carrying a backpack. And, you know, it's stylized. 
he's like smiling as he's carrying the bag. Is it the bag we had? No. Oh. <laughs> I'd say it's the bag full of the vials of medicine <laughs> that he used to save the entire town. <laughs> and Will, you're just staring, and you've come here many days. But at some point, you see the mural wing, and you know it's time to get back out there. I'm gonna let my own character now. Fucking piece of shit. You're gonna be awesome. <laughs> During times of uncertainty and doubt, a little clarity goes a long way. At some point, Sigorum would make the attempt to give the book, the journal, back to uh, Gertie so she could know what happened to him. King. Mm-hmm. She takes the journal and he says, like, Oh, you found, you found where Greg ended up? Yes. I'm not going to ask. Because most of us who find our end on the mountain, it's not, not good. And I want to remember him from the, the better times. Thank you. He yeah. was a good man. You're welcome. I wish it were more. It's enough. Sakarm, you've got to make the rest understand. That chalice, it's a weapon. And it's killed hundreds of thousands of people. We buried it for a reason. And I think you're the only one that understands. I understand. And she puts a hand on your shoulder and squeezes it. And walks away. Does Do or Minui need anything special to get ready? Minui, I would say, goes, is just in her home. Shaking herself of the, uh, the damage that she saw done. The, the sickness and... She looks at her water with almost a second, um, with the mo- almost a second of hesitation to even take another sip. But she's like, I know I have to. I have to. And so she takes a sip of her water and... And oddly enough, the water tastes different than it used to. So it makes... Oh, shit. So she notices that. And she wonders... How long have they been poisoning us? It tastes cleaner now, though. Yeah. Fresher. No, that's what I, like, that's why she's like, how long has this been going on? The water's been like this. And what else is happening around that we haven't noticed, but that it's damaging? Probably a lot. Probably. And so she just, like, takes a mental note of that and... She's She's got a full thing of fur, so she does not need, like, a coat or nothing, I don't mm. think, realistically. Um, and she goes to, as she goes to meet the crew, she stops over by where all of the burnings happened to stop and just say a moment of grace and continues on. Now, we're not going to do a scene on it because Tarth could do this. Mm-hmm. Who's getting the flaming room? Metagaming, I want it. In game, I'm trash. Trash character doesn't deserve anything. <laughs> I think that. What does the flaming ruin do? Essentially, what it does, you attach it to a melee weapon, mm-hmm. and it adds uh, a d6 of flame damage, and there's also a crit effect. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. I uh, think that do needs it. I agree. I think that of all people, I think that we have all pretty much gotten really cool, really great things. Um, I think Do's pretty much the only one who hasn't gotten something that's. He consistently hits, though, his melee attacks. True. Exactly. Very true. And it, he, it would be very wonderful if he could crit during those as well. We found it, technically, so. Okay. Can I take it? Oh, wait. Bielsby's gone, huh? Tarth can do it. And oh, you said that. Okay. We're not going to okay. do a big scene on it, but perfect, you're like, perfect, hey, perfect. can you swap this rune? Tarth's like, yeah, I'm a weapons okay. guy. Bah. Done and done. Okay. Do a quick little uh, shopping spree at the local outfitters for mm-hmm. cold weather gear. Get some things modified with Furs, no offense. Hides. We stock the things like kid. that. And yeah, they, you know, getting you guys cold weather gear is the priority. Whatever you guys need, that's what they get. You know, because they know you're going. Like the only progress that's been made in the last four thousand years is you guys. So, isn't that so sad to think? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, think about it. You've had like so many other different groups of explorers who have gone out and done things, and yet the only big progress that they've had made has been us, a group of fucking scumbags. Scumbags, really? yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Like, that is sad. We're we're not 
but also what the is the best that... of anything really <laughs> but also what does that say of our ambitions like are we shitty people yes but because we're shitty people and we're selfish we also have a higher notion of like ambition to are we all selfish though i wouldn't say sagoram selfish <laughs> i wouldn't say sagoram selfish are are you the right mix so far though and as you evolve will you continue to be the right mix will you get better will you get worse i feel like right now we're we're a good healthy mix i still feel like we're just making do like we're still just <laughs> getting by <laughs> i will say this now that i am back to being a good aligned character there's certain healing things like spells that are like great for like it's like almost like a static area-wide healing that i literally couldn't use because i had to be a good aligned character so like i don't know that's you you've changed and you will we have to learn who the new will is and these are the thoughts on your minds as you're traveling up the mountain where it's getting colder and a light dusting of snow is on the ground and you find where the orc scouts reported in what they found in fact one of them is still there kind of guarding and he sal he salutes Sigorum, points salute points at it and says basically that's all i can do like our orders not to get involved just report stuff in we found this and then further up the hill there's a cabin and take a look at the body and as you kind of like pull the tarp back you see a figure it's about six foot five green reptilian skin with the head of a crocodile fuck it's elvis i was just about to say it's elvis it's elvis who was with your mom who was with my mom who's Mommy? dead but he's who's dead. Dead, dead by the way that does not bode well for your mother his the dude who was with her is dead. Yeah, Elvis was with your mom, and they just found him. His throat like, has been slit. Oh, shit, he's dead. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Train arrives at the station. The left oh, side fuck. of his torso has been cut open, and his left ribs have all been cracked. Minui, in the family circle, this is known as the hug. Um, guys, I don't know if I've told you about my background, but if I haven't, we've got a conversation to have. But she told us that she was in the family. The yeah, I mean, at least, like, a loose bit of, like, yeah, I used to run with the family, you know. And, like, you know, you, you guys heard the Revenge and Search stories about it. I'd say we'll just take a look at the body and, like, medically examine it. It's like, this was definitely... They went out of their way to make it be like this. It's called the hug. Medically, you know... Based off the wounds, he was alive when they started. Ouch. They were looking likely for information. He just closes his eyes, throws the sheet back over him. You also think they were sending a message. We need to be very careful about how we tread. I don't know who's here. I was not sent here by my own volition. We'll just nods. There's not much you can discover at the scene. There's really no clues. But the scout says that there's a cabin up ahead. Minui is kind of shaking because, I mean, Elvis was found. He was with her mother, who she had just, you know, reignited a relationship with after how long of being, you know, separated. And her thoughts are racing. Her And she's concerned that she's going to find her mother dead. Will's just kind of looking between, like, the three of you, like, Your mother clearly opposed this family, did she not? She did, but the family, well, particular members in the family, had a very particular issue with me. But is this because your mother and them were actively seeking to investigate the family here on the mountain and what they were doing, or was this to do with you? So my mother was sent to the mountain during the time that I was orphaned by the family. Um... My mother and father were not looking into the family at the time of this. It was not until my mother was sent here that she started kind of looking into it. Um, however, the particular member of the family who sent me here was very jealous of me. Um, that's simply the best way to put that. Um, there's a lot of hostility fostered. And I don't know particularly if this is a message for me or for my mother but going based on the fact that we are the ones actively 
fixing things, going through and doing research on all of these issues, and my mother and Elvis were close to us, they would know if this is a member of the family who did this, right? They would know that I would understand exactly what this meant. My mother would not. This is for me. This is for us. We are poking around in something that they don't want us to be. Why would they even be here? Because I think they expected me to die a long time ago. There's a lot of powerful magics on the mountain. But you know, and your mom suspected the family had a presence here. Yes. This seems to confirm that. Absolutely. The why, though, has not been answered. I was just rattling around and... Sigurum's head, if there's this organization that has, like, problems with people and when it gets, like, really personal, they send them here? Why would they send problematic people for their organization here where they have another operation going? Or, why would they then come here after having sent those problematic people here? He's, like, trying to make this add up. Something's missing. Minui just kind of looks over at him. He looks puzzled as shit. Yeah, and she notices that. And it's a happy problem to fixate on for yeah. him because it's, well, it's not a strong suit, but it's it's relief in a fucked up way because it's less about all the loss in the recent shift in Callstown and more about like, well, this just is kind of weird, awkward, borderline stupid. So Clearly Min- missing something. Sorry. You're fine. Sorry. Um, Minui looks over at Sigorum and she goes, I understand why you're confused. Allow me to clarify. The family searches for power in every aspect that it can find it. The mountain very obviously has a lot of power here. I mean, Iveston himself created this and it's insane. Say they're sent here to look for a certain item, certain things to um, get more power. Man, right. Give me a knowledge arcana check. Oh, I get it. They're fucking co-workers. Shit. <laughs> 28. That's actually 29 now. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. For and, like, you're kind of mulling this over in your head, Minui, and, like, yeah, you were a ball buster and, uh, you know, a hard case for the family, but your speciality was magical artifacts. They'd bring you in to look over stuff. And the more you think about it, the more you realize a lot of the stuff you looked at was Albalonian. They're after the chalice. That's that's why they're here. But there's still there's still too much missing. You're not sure. I'm and there's no there's not enough clues here. And you do know that there's a cabin up ahead. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. So I would t- make a wild guess to say that the family member, the family um, person who is here, right, who committed this, they are fully aware that I'm here and that I'm of the family. You think that they'd have to know. They'd have to know. Okay. That's kind of what I was thinking. She, uh, Minui looks at her group. She goes, listen, I, I have a very strong idea of why they're here. I don't know. What I know is, or what, can, what I can surmise, they know who I am. They know what we're trying to do. And until they get what they need, they want us to stop. Obviously, we're not going to do that. But in order to confirm any type of suspicions or anything, we need to go to the cabin and we need to go and investigate further and keep an eye out for any goddamn ring you see. We do like a retroactive perception check now that it's becoming a little more in our faces and a thing like, have we seen like anybody in town perhaps wearing a ring? No. Uh, and you, and here's the deal. You guys have seen enough of those rings. You'd be on the lookout. You don't remember anybody in town wearing it. And Minui always has her ring hidden as well. So um, she's going to take her ring out and pass it around to the group and just simply go, this is what the ring is going to look like. Now, I am an upper, I was an upper ranking member of the family. Keep that in mind. But most rings are going to be this. Pretty similar to what we're looking at. And especially the people who are here are going to have this ring. They are upper ranking members. Be aware of that. Be cautious. The chalice has drawn many kinds over the years. I suppose it would only make sense for now to be no different. Fuck. And Sigourm walks towards the uh, cabin. I will follow behind Sigourm. Make our way to the cabin. You're walking through the woods, and you start seeing, like, pine trees. This is a very, like, picturesque winter scene. Uh, 
and it's just a looks like a single story log cabin with smoke coming from the chimney and lights on the inside and as the four of you are approaching the door opens and stepping out wearing a shawl is a woman in her 40s a kindly face it's like wow visitors i haven't had visitors in so long welcome insight yeah I'm she probably just had sure. a visitor sure perception whatever sure. 21 yeah she seems generally happy to see new visitors 31 yeah ain't buying it she's that good at lying <laughs> 31 is pretty good i rolled pretty decent i got a real good perception like you so. she seems relatively harmless though mine's lower than adam's so yeah mine's 18 so Welcome. My my name's Tara. Come on in. Come on in. Tara? Have you heard of a Tara before? You have not. I go in. As Minui walks in, can I make a perception check of the cabin? Sure. To see if I notice anything that might look similar or familiar to me? Sure. Well, that's an 18, so that's not going to do shit. You see nothing out of the ordinary. Like, it's all the basics a person would need to survive out here. I mean, you know, she's got a lot of furs, pickled stuff. It's a little ramshackle because you know she think you think she's probably out here by herself, which is you know weird. Would you roll in your perception check anyway of the room? Eighteen. So not amazing. I'll make my own perception check of the room. Twenty-nine. Nothing out of the ordinary, really. You see, like a back door that probably leads to like a cellar, which you know is probably for food storage, things of that nature. Um, it's she's got like kind of a little living room area with a couple of rocking chairs. It's, it's a pretty open floor plan. There's a kitchen in the back. She's got, like, uh, a big pot of something, like, really good smelling going. I mean, it just kind of looks like a homey cabin. A big pot? Yeah, like a, like a, like, I don't know. What a cauldron? Uh, not that big. <laughs> More we like, we, we've been tricked like this before. <laughs> like a cooking pot, not a cauldron. But if a, it's just her, why would she need such a big pot? Well, I mean, traditional cooking along those lines, yeah. you can keep shit... If you can keep shit at about 160, you can, keep, you can keep food good for a long time. Just keep adding moisture every once in a while. Yeah. So, I mean, if food... Especially out here where food might not always be super relevant or, or super prevalent, a pot of something that you just keep adding stuff in... Which is my question. Why the hell is she out here? I, I'm sure you've got questions. Come in, come in. Ma'am, I, I don't mean to judge you or into your personal matters or anything, but what are you doing out here? Well, my my husband, rest his soul, and I got cursed to come out here, oh goodness, 50-something years ago, um, and just, we didn't quite fit in Callstown. We were quiet people, like, we had a home like this where we came from, so we struck out um, and built a cabin, and oddly enough, it's, you know, you, you've seen the mist, right? Like if yeah. you if you know where you're going, the mist takes you there. Well, if no one knows where you're at, trouble kind of stays away. So we were very fortunate. Um, fortunately, he fell and had an accident. Oh gosh, it's been twelve years ago. Um, Perception check. Sure. Let's see, if she's a misery lady. Twenty-seven. She seems to be telling the truth. That like, and like you see that there's like some drawings. Of a man and a woman who looks like her and you know you can't do photographs in this world you know but there, it looks like mementos of a man there's some there's like a jacket hanging somewhere you know it's it's pretty old and dusty how did you not fit in at, in Town? we're just not um joiners we we like to live by ourselves and you know if you're in Town, you gotta you gotta talk to people and try to fit in and we just wanted to live by ourselves. Did you hear anything out of the ordinary here in this last week or so? I I hate to say, but uh, yeah, about a week ago I heard some screaming, and I I hid. I I hate to say it. They were doing something to some poor man out there, or something. I don't know. A beast, maybe. I heard strange screams, so I doused the fires and hid. And I I feel bad. Screams like a crocodile and. I have no idea. It didn't sound like Theater. a man. Perception check that too. Yeah. I mean, how do you describe like 33. a lizard man with his tongue cut out being yeah. tortured? Here's the thing. You like, know? I just made a lot of poor decisions and took a lot of things at face value on assumptions of people with poor decisions. So now yeah. I'm 
I'm not gonna be mean about it, but I'm definitely like weighing every word. Yeah. You know? I get it. And she like like pours a bowl of food for her and like starts taking a bite. And like, oh, I, I'm sorry. Would you like some? There's no need for for me to take from you. Ah, uh, it's it's fine. I've got a lot of of deer meat frozen down there. Um. So, you heard the noises. I did. Of a man. Mm-hmm. Beast. Something. I I don't know what it was. His name was Elvis. Oh no. But that's not my next question. Mm-hmm. Did you hear any screams that might have sounded like a woman or a cat? No, I hadn't. Didn't hear any other signs of a struggle other than what was No, happening. I heard some loud some loud noises. Um, like the sound of a struggle. There there was definitely several people. But I the only screams I heard were some sort of gargled noise. And you, you normally don't have that type of activity around here. I, yeah, we never have any type of activity around here normally. How many different voices did you hear? Um, the, the poor crocodile man, I guess you called him. Mm. Um, some men shout, like, shouting, talking loudly. Uh, five, six, maybe? Did you hear anything that they had said? No, I was, I mean, it's a, it's a decent little bit off and I was hiding. You didn't hear any names or anything else? No. Nothing about a chalice? Uh, no, nothing about a, a cup or anything. So we know they came here and they killed Elvis and the family was involved, but we don't have any leads. I mean, I guess, could we do like a survival check in the area to see if there's tracks? Yeah, I mean, you could have done that here. Um, you know, uh, I mean, you could go out and do that, but like, you think with the snow going on. Oh yeah, with snow and shit. Like, it's going it, to be pretty hard. Never mind, never mind. I forgot it was snowing. Um... And, like, she offers, like, Sigourm, like, would you like a bowl of stew? It smells pretty good. I don't want to take your surplus. I'm sorry. I appreciate the offer, but I have ration for the trip. All right. Can I get you anything to drink or anything? You seem to like your distance from folks, and, uh, if you can't think of anything else that'll help us, I at least don't have, uh, any other reason for bothering you, ma'am. Well, all right, if you're... Sure, you don't want to have anything to eat or drink. Um, you know, I, I'm here if you need anything. We appreciate that. Are you concerned about your safety at all? No, no, um, we hardly ever get any visitors. No one ever comes around here. That was, like, the only time I've ever seen anyone come out was that event. Do you have anything to protect yourself in the event that something happens? Oh, I, I'm a fair hand with a bow. I'm, I'm not too worried about it. She said, "We." Uh, <laughs> we're like this bitch is slipping. We got her. <laughs> Get her. <laughs> <laughs> Who's we? <laughs> and you haven't seen any strange travelers in the last two weeks to a week or so. She kind of like shrugs and holds her hands out at like the four of you. I mean, <laughs> besides us. No, no, not really. Not really. Oh, this is getting old. And, like, you see her features start to shift. And then, like, a door is kicked open at the back of the cabin. And a naked man is standing there holding something metal in his hand. And then you hear two of the loudest bangs you've ever heard. And she slumps over with two holes in her head. And the man's like, Y'all didn't eat the stew, did you? No, we did not. Good. He was one of the guys that worked for me. Pleasure to meet you. My name's State Trooper Dave Wilkins. We'll see you next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love Dave. I called the hands on Gretel. No.
Thanks for listening to The Adventurer's Vault. Be sure to visit theadventurersvault.com for more episodes and campaign information. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. If you like what you hear, give The Adventurer's Vault a shout-out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If you don't like what you hear, visit The Adventurer's Vault Discord server and let the cast know directly just what you think of them. And while you're there, listen to the exclusive content to see if it's just as bad. The Adventurer's Vault is produced by Night Owl Workshop, LLC. Now go quick, listen to more before I hunt you down.